You're listening to a Trainumentary commentary track. On this episode, Michael Cascuna digs into the standard Afro Blue, taken from the Live at Birdland album. Yeah, Coltrane would often start his sets this way with one of the triple meter tunes, you know, My Favorite Things or Afro Blue. I guess later he'd shim shim shiree too, briefly. Uh, and then he'd walk off. He'd just play enough of the melody that, to get the band started and he'd walk off. And I remember one night at Birdland where this was recorded. Next to the stage were the doors to the kitchen and then there was a line of booths along the wall and uh, Coltrane went up and played uh, just just the basic melodic motif of uh, of my favorite things, and then walked over to the the first booth and sat down and ate an entire plate of spaghetti. And that's when I realized how superhuman he was. I was studying saxophone at the time, and you rarely eat before a gig if you play any kind of horn at all because you have to. You have to uh, maintain your diaphragm muscles, and if you have them pushing against um, a large quantity of food in your stomach, uh, it can make for a very uncomfortable evening. But uh, Coltrane, it didn't faze him at all. He went up there afterwards and and you know played for an hour and a half. And th- this was standard how he would uh, he would leave the stage and let McCoy and the trio uh, get settled into a groove and take off. And nobody sounded like McCoy Tyner. By the time he got with Coltrane, I mean, his his left hand comping was just uh, a whole rhythmic concept all his own. And the way he would slide it between being a two-fisted piano player and having a fleet right hand with a pumping left hand was just, uh, just no one was doing anything like this. I remember asking McCoy once, did he, did he realize during those years how special this group was? And he said, no, he really didn't didn't realize it until he left the group and started to hear what was going on around him. But this the, this uh, idea of building, the way Elvin just takes everyone up the mountain um, is very much part of what I mean by the the, 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 the sexual experience of it. Just the, 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 uh, just the building from intimacy to arousal and they, how they would keep hitting peaks. such a great groove and still play all over the place. It's just extraordinary. It's that power and that energy. It just drives you. Mm-hmm. 
bass drum was uh, right there, just for pure power. It, it, just before Coltrane comes in, Elvin builds to uh, an incredible uh, climax. Well, so does Jimmy and McCoy. But Elvin just brings him in with this quarter note triplet on the bass drum that's just, well, pure love, I think. such an empathy. I mean, they just hurt each other and they just fed each other they, and trusted each other. something of beauty but with such intensity I mean it's really heavy metal jazz for lack of a better term information on the program, visit trainumentary.blogspot.com.